You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams. South Africa's GDP numbers, that's gross domestic product, were released earlier today. And measured by production, GDP increased by 1.2% in the second quarter of 2021 on a quarter-on-quarter seasonally adjusted basis compared to growth of 1% quarter-on-quarter in the first quarter of this year. Lots of numbers there, but hopefully we can simplify those with Sisam Kele Kobus, who is Fixed Income Analyst at 91 in Cape Town. Sisa, better or worse than expected? Definitely better than expected. I mean, these numbers were particularly difficult to forecast given the benchmarking and the rebasing, but the outcome overall is better than expected. Yeah, you have to explain the rebasing to me because I keep on seeing that thrown around. What does that mean? Sounds like a statistical adjustment to me. And why have they done it? And what is it? So, I mean, there were two adjustments done. These these are pretty standard across the globe. Firstly, um, it's a rebasing for the real GDP component. So to rebase um, the year from constant prices of 2010, bringing that forward to constant prices of 2015. That standard happens roughly every five years. And then the benchmarking basically is looking at the surveys and the data that they use to infer um, the size of the economy and seeing if there's any new information or any new data that they can add to that or remove whatever is obsolete so that they can better measure the South African economy. So both of those are pretty standard operations by StatsSA. So it's not statistical manipulation. This is just a normal thing every five years. But did it have an effect, do you think, on the numbers that I've just described? So it does have an effect on the numbers, uh, particularly to the size. We saw that the size of the economy was rebased up by 11%. So we're now 11% bigger than we thought we were this time last year. Okay. So, I mean, that does not have significant impact to the overall growth rates. So you can see uh, when you look at the charts that um, the gradient is the same. It's just that the um, has shifted higher. Okay, so it's a normal procedure, but it's actually been favourable towards the South African economy, which is a good thing. I'll take that. Let's have a look at the ones, the sectors rather, of the GDP, the gross domestic product, that outperformed and underperformed from your point of view. I've got transport, agriculture, personal services, trade, mining and utilities increasing. And on the downside, I've got finance, manufacturing, government and construction on the downside. Which ones of those would you pick out on the upside, first of all, that might have surprised you? So, I mean, the transport, um, not particularly a surprise, but better than uh, what I had thought. Um, I expected that it would grow as more and more people start um, getting on the road. And uh, we see with uh, the Google Mobility data for workplaces, it was starting uh, to improve. And so you expect more transport activity for the quarter as a result. But the number was um, higher than than, than what I had uh, penciled in and I guess what our consensus had expected as well. And then on the agricultural front, I mean, we were we were expecting our second biggest maize harvest this year. And I think that came through in, in these numbers. Yes, agriculture increased by 6.2% and contributed 0.2% to the GDP number. Really, really good weather conditions. So, you know, obviously this is cyclical, so we can't expect this every year, but very, very good indeed. Mining bounced back a little bit, but not very much, 1.9%, which I think is quite disappointing given the commodity prices, CISA. Yeah. So, I mean, for mining, what we have been seeing is that the price impact has significantly outweighed the production impact. 
So when we look at the text collections that we saw in June, for example, they beat um, historical collections by a mile, and that's because the prices are, are so high. I mean, even with higher prices, there's only so much you can get out of the ground at a particular pace. And also, I mean, we know that Transnet is trying to work on freight and, uh, and making sure that that infrastructure works well. But um, currently, there are bottlenecks in getting the production out of the ground and um, into the export market as quick as possible. So we've, get, we've had more of a price benefit than a volume uh, benefit so far. Manufacturing came in at minus 0.8%, which is disappointing but understandable. Is that to do with uh, COVID? Is that to do with the stronger RAND? What do you attribute that to? So, I mean, for manufacturing, the decrease was um, expected. It was in line with the high-frequency data that um, CITSA had released. So, I mean, rubber and plastic production was cited to have um, decreased. Food um, was uh, one of the um, negative contributors um, as well. So, I mean, for from the manufacturing side, that wasn't um, that wasn't a surprise to what we had expected. Exports grew by four percent, which is very good. And again, is that component heavily influenced? by the value of commodities that the Republic of South Africa is exporting. Yeah. So, I mean, it links back to the tax collection numbers I'm talking about yeah. and that mining contribution. So so both of, of those are that terms of trade impact um, that um, we have experienced as, as an economy. What about the future now? These figures are obviously old and we have to look forward now as we go into almost going into the final quarter of 2021. So it says here, GDP is forecast to rebound to 3.9% year on year in 2021 from the COVID-19 induced recession in 2020. Now, obviously, there's some base effects there. I'm not talking about rebasing now. I'm talking about the base effects of a really low figure in, in 2020. Do you concur with that sort of figure of around about 4% up? So, I mean, that was in line with my with my forecast um, before, but I think this GDP number, as it has come out um, slightly higher than my numbers, I think it's closer to four and a half um, expectation uh, for this year. But I mean, then again, it's it's neither here or there in terms of production when we still have an economy that's not um, creating as many jobs as we need. Uh, when you look at the employment numbers, the recovery there has lagged significantly from the recovery that we are seeing in other macroeconomic indicators like GDP or, or, or tax collections. So, I mean, we need um, people to vaccinate, I guess, um, so that the economy can open up for industries like tourism and the rollout of the reforms that we need is what's going to help us going forward. What sort of numbers do we need to start creating the jobs? Because we've been destroying jobs for so many years, but this year has been particularly startling to all-time record lows. In fact, we're the worst in the world. We've got to, it's surely got to be 5% plus, maybe even more. I think it has to be 5% plus, even more. If we could sustain at least 3%, I think that will help. Because my expectation for next year already is 2.6%. And that's off a terrible year in 2020, somewhat better in 2021. So a 2.6% in 2022 isn't a great number either. So if we can sustain 3 three to 5% for five years maybe, then that's when we'll see a meaningful contribution to job creation in the economy. Yeah, so we're in for the long haul, in other words. It's not going to be a quick fix. It's, it's not going to be just because we've seen a good number this quarter. We've got to see sustained economic growth over a long-term period, Cesar. Yes, Exactly that. <laughs> Cesar, thanks very much for your analysis. That's Cesar Mkele Kourbus, fixed income analyst at 91 in Cape Town, talking about the latest GDP numbers from South Africa.
The views and opinions expressed in these podcasts are those of Lindsay Williams and various contributors and do not reflect the policy, position or opinion of any other agency, organisation, employer or company associated with strictlybusinesspodcast.com. Assumptions made on the analyses are not reflective of the position of any other entity other than the speaker or the author. And since we are critically thinking human beings, these views are always subject to change, revision and rethinking at any time. Please do not hold us to them in perpetuity.